Good evening once again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cousins for Christ, where we're just three cousins who like to get together and talk about Christ. Joined once again by my cousins, Chris Mash. <laughs> it's good to have him back. Jeremy <laughs> Hall. Uh, Jeremy Hall. Good morning. Good evening. Early morning, whatever your time it is. Wherever you're at. <laughs> I'm Jeff <laughs> Hall. And uh, Chris is still using his voice for now. Good to have Chris back from his skiing trip. <laughs> good to be back. Good to be but back. But man, it was refreshing, wasn't it, Jeremy? It was. Oh, it was. Uh, I brighten every room I come into. Nah, we're just come messing on. with Chris. He's an essential part of this, and we're glad he's back. I'm with a third us. of it. 33% of Important it. Important third. <laughs> well, tonight we're going to be uh we're going to be talking uh we're going to be discussing a parable. Uh as we mentioned briefly last week Jeremy had come up with this idea and uh as we reflected on it further, you know, Jesus taught in parables for a reason. Uh kind of a story <laughs> format, but there's always a powerful lesson contained within So we thought we might revisit these parables, different parables as we go throughout the course of uh of this year, God willing. But tonight we're going to talk about the Pharisee and the tax collector. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. What do you think, Jeremy? Oh, I'm excited for what's coming up. I think it. Do you think there's something we're going to be able to take away? Oh, I think we'll get anything we talk about. It's in the Bible. I think we'll get something. Yeah, to that's learn a trick something. question right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just seeing if you're on your toes. <laughs> I can't pick the Bible up without learning something new, and or just a reminder, and or just to focus on Christ. No, and this one a lot into it. It's it's a very simple and uh, you know it's it's a it's a shorter parable it seems, but it it dove I dove into a couple different things while looking into it. Um, which I learned, learned quite a bit. I learned more than I thought I was going to based on, uh, besides the lesson that it gives us. Yeah. Uh, for our you, text tonight, we're going to be referencing uh, Luke chapter 18, and we're going to read uh, from verses 10 through 13. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. There it is. That's all there was to it, 10 through 13, but there's a lot to discuss. A lot. Where do you want to start? How about um, why did Jesus tell this parable for the Pharisees and the tax collector? Do you think he was trying to uh, send a message uh, for people to be careful. Oh, a hundred percent. All right, Chris, you mentioned earlier what what is a Pharisee? This uh, you read we read about Pharisees in the Bible. Um, Catch us up. Uh, so a Pharisee is a, a member of an ancient Jewish sect distinguished by strict observance of the traditional and written law, and commonly held to have pretensions to superior sanctity and. A little sub note is a self righteous person, a hypocrite. Yes. So well, the Pharisees also was mostly known what Jesus really held against them is that they also added a bunch of laws through their own eyes that they thought should have been God's law 
and they pertain them to instead of just focusing on God's law. In Matthew 15 and verse 14, <clears throat> Christ calls them blind leaders of the blind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, there's that. And what happens when the blind leads the blind? They go in the ditch. They go in the ditch. <laughs> in the ditch. <laughs> and that's true. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to talk about the, why did Jesus talk about this parable, I think it's a reminder for all of us that, because, you know, I've been thinking about this. I thought, I would tell you before I started studying this, I'd be like, oh, I'm that guy beating his chest. The more You're I look the guy at who's it, though, saying, be merciful to me, a sinner. I, no, I thought I was that guy. But the more I look at it and started studying, I was like, I'm that Pharisee's guy. Because I can't watch TV and be like, well, look what that's doing. Look, he's he's doing that. Look, oh, that's a shame he's doing that. I can't see somebody on the street be like, oh, pff, look you ever at think, doing like, that. At least I'm not doing that. Uh, that kind of thing. At least I'm not, 100%. that's not my problem. There was a thing that happened in the media. I'm not going to get into it from a famous person this week. And I thought, man, thank the Lord that I'm not that disgusting. But I still, I am that disgusted. Maybe not in the same thing they were doing, but in the stuff I've done in my past and still do sometimes here by sinning, you know, because once you're sinning, you're, you're sinning no matter what. Now, can I ask, so is there sometimes like I will say, and maybe this is bad, that I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm not afflicted with that. At least not saying that person's judged, but I yeah. think I would handle, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, let's just say for drugs, for instance, like mm -hmm. you've seen, I'm just, I'm glad I never went down that pathway. Yeah, not saying I'm better than them. Yeah. I'm just like, man, but, I'm just happy that that's not, that's not me. Yeah, I was referring to myself, like, I can't watch TV. I've noticed sometimes lately where I'll be like, I'll see something, you know, reality TV's big now. You'll see something's like, ah. Oh. Shame on them, and here I am. I'm no better than them. I sin, but just maybe it's a different scene. So you're watching the reality TV programs? You know, you scan through TV, and you see something mm. here and there. <laughs> so you guys think this is a common problem, what Jeremy just referenced? That, uh, And I think I'm certainly guilty of it. Whether we're watching TV, we're driving, we're whatever it is, we see other people doing something, and then we say to ourselves, man, at least I'm not guilty of that. Yeah. I think it's all the time. I mean, you see. Are we wrong for doing that? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Is it okay if we see this person, uh, like, say they're crack addict? Is it is it wrong to say, well, at least I'm glad I'm, or I'm, glad I'm see, not See, that's what I was crack. worried about for myself. It's like, man, I'm, I'm happy I'm not afflicted with that, is basically like. Because I think anybody could have. So if you're saying you're just happy I'm, for the I, grace of God, that, that no, yes, I'm, I'm not down that <clears> path. I'm not saying I'm above that person. Like I have my own afflictions, uh, and they may have not have those, but but some I, of those, I'm just like. I think I feel sorry for them. Is this or when we do this? Right wrong. No, I think I think you're fine. What you're saying, you're saying, I'm glad I'm not. You got your own trials to go yeah, through. Yeah, and you're saying, well, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that one too. That's, that's not what this Pharisees was doing. This Pharisees was pointing out, look at this horrible tax collector stealing money from people. At least I'm not doing that, you know. And I think we've been both people in our times. There's times where you're both. There's times where you ever just thought of a sin you've done in the past and just start grieving. Yes. And be like, oh, yes. please, yeah, Lord, I forgive me. And I, I think we can be both. But if, I think if we're not humbled and focused on Christ, that we well, will become that. Pharisees. Well, he says it in verse 9 of this. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others mm -hmm. with contempt. Yeah. So it, there, it's it's a... He sets it up right there. Correct. It's oh, it's yeah. a thin line to to look at because, I don't know. I when don't we know when we look at people, like you guys, at least, I'm thankfully I'm not guilty of that sin. Uh, are we judging? 
these people when we do that? Oh yeah, we're are we about. are we approaching it with the attitude that but for the grace of God go I? I think about a lot of things in life. Uh, I want to stop short of casting judgment because I'm like you know if a few things had gone differently in my life and maybe if God hadn't blessed me so much I might be that very person. That's 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 or, what I or if you hadn't had God in your life you would have been that person. That's what I just said. Oh, is that okay? Or, or more or less. You rephrased it, but yeah. You're not playing a game of repeater. My bad. I'm a little slow. I'm a little slow on the take today. Oh, you know, it's a good thing for us. If you haven't prepared for the podcast, just repeat what the other guy said. Exactly. Just in your own words a In your own bit. words, Twist exactly. it around a little bit. Jeremy somehow forgot his papers today. Surprisingly. Jeremy no. forgot his papers, papers today. Did you? Did you? Or, <laughs> or. Did Jeff steal my papers? Oh, oh, that's judgmental <laughs> anyway, right there. No, my think, bad, I didn't. I was sorry, that was a comment. <laughs> no, yeah, I man. agree. Maybe that's a better way of saying what I what I think is like, man, I could have gone down that road. I th- and I think about that before we try to reach an attitude sometimes, where we look at others and we maybe cast a little uh, condemnation on them. Let's just remember that it had not you know without God in our lives and His blessings. Uh, that may very well be us. And when we see folks like that, maybe that's another way for us to look at it is um, that's an opportunity. What if we bring God into their lives? Yeah. And and, and God's power fills them. But uh, okay. So moving forward, one thing I noticed about the Pharisee, he uses the word I a lot. I thank you that I am not like other men. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. There's a lot of I going on. He's referring to himself, and that kind of gives me the thought that maybe he's manifesting an attitude of self-righteousness. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything in that prayer is about, is, is he's the focus. What are you supposed to do when you pray? Your focus is God your relationship with God, everything about that he had said was, it, it's, I don't know. It's almost like he's doing an interview. You know, when they ask you in an interview, like, why are you, are you fit for this job or something like that? He is, he's just putting himself as like, this is what I am. This is why I'm good. This is why I'm deserving of your righteousness right there. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, he's not really getting a lot of credit. Jesus sees right through this. <clears throat> I mean, he, he absolutely does. he, Everything that the, the guy had mentioned, he didn't ask for forgiveness for anything. He didn't pray for anybody else. He didn't, you know, I, I look at, well, we'll get to the tax collector in a minute, but but nothing about his prayer is is how God God said to pray, right? I mean, that's well, what... That's, how did God say to pray? What is the, uh, the verse about uh, offering our prayers in private? All right, Matthew 6, <clears throat> verses 5 through 6. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites... For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And you mentioned in in that verse there about hypocrisy and also earlier when you defined what a Pharisee is. he was, a hypocrite. So, Well, he's coming off like he doesn't. Like Jesus said, he didn't come to save the righteous. He came to save the sinner. If you're righteous in your own eyes, you don't think you need Jesus. 
If if I'm doing this for me, I did this, I did this. He's not going off Jesus' salvation, which hadn't took place yet because he hadn't been on the cross yet, but he's he's saving himself. He's going to be his own savior in his own mind when you put that like that. And what is, what if, if I may, and I hope this isn't part of the thing, what is what is righteousness? Righteousness in, in the biblical term is the quality of being right in the eyes of God. Right, in line with God. Through God's. character, through morality, through actions, beings. Yep, exactly. So, so are those what he's describing as the Pharisee? Is he a true, is he... Doing those attributes is he is he embodying those attributes? Oh yeah, he he's not, but he thinks he is. Yeah. Do you think uh, this is a guy, the Pharisee, being a guy that uh, he's commending himself? You think that yeah. he's wanting to, yeah, like like stand out and like look at me, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, he went up to. I mean, everything that I've read and like the little backs is he's at the front of the temple, right? He's up at the in an audience full view, sitting there. Yeah. Blowing his own horn or tooting his own horn, however you want to say it. I was going to read a verse out of Second Corinthians, uh, chapter ten and verse twelve, and you guys tell me if you think this is applicable. Uh, for we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves, are not wise. Can we make a, a parallel between what Paul is saying here versus the Pharisee? Absolutely. What happens when we compare ourselves with those who commend themselves? Like, am I going to use the Pharisee as a benchmark for for comparison for my own deeds to think that, okay, I need to be more like the Pharisee? Or do I need to be more like the tax collector? I think you need to be more, more of the focus. tax collector. <laughs> yes, you need to be more. <laughs> well, it, it kind of goes with this. And, you know, some people I've heard, it'd be like, they'll say, oh, so-and-so, they're a good guy. So-and-so, they're a good person. The question is, you got you kind of, I know in that mindset we say that a lot, but it's it's not true. There's no one. I've had people tell me, "Oh, you're a good guy." I'm not. I'm, not, I'm really not. He's not. I'm. I'm we de- can really. Uh, <laughs> we can confirm that. I'm deserving references. I'm deserving of hell. I did nothing. Well, we all are. I'm just. I did nothing to get to get to heaven, except accept Christ in my life. Right. There's nothing and we can do. There are no good people. Like if you go off Romans three ten to twelve, where it says, "None is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God." All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. And then you can go to Psalms 14, 1 and 3. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man to seek to see if there are any who understand, who seek after God. They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. Even when the one guy came up to Christ and said, Good teacher, Christ says, Why do you call me good? There's none good other than God. Correct. we we got to realize, I'm, and I know for man's standards, we can say, Oh, he's a good guy. We're good. We're not. We did nothing. Christ took... Our punishment. We should have been on the cross, but Christ took that for us, and He's the only thing that makes us acceptable to God. Right, correct, and that, and that's not to say that everybody's like to be 
bad on, down on yourself that you're a bad person. You know what I mean? Like I that. It's just we all fall. We're no, nothing is going to make us worth the sacrifice God gave. Let me. But we are all bad. Let's go to Romans. We've all sinned. If you sin once, yeah. Let's go to Romans three, verse twenty-three. For all have sinned mm-hmm. and all fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. So yeah, I think at least what I think you're trying to say, Jeremy, is that uh, none of us are going to work our way into heaven. No. That no. by our very human natures, uh, we're fallible, <clears throat> we're sinful beings. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that without Jesus. And his sacrifice, and through him, none of us will make it to heaven. But what is what is Christ? Uh, what is the verse? Yeah, Jeremy. So uh, that verse in John uh, chapter fourteen and verse six, and this is talking about how we recognize the need for Christ for our for our redemption, our salvation, and it's through him. Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." No one comes to the Father except through me. Again, that's John chapter 14, verse 6. It's true. I mean, that that sums it up right there. It's just, there's no amount of faith works, anything that we can do to deserve. Yeah, and do you think people can sometimes, and I know I've said people's bad, do you think people can forget that and start getting on a self-righteous path where they think? Oh, 100%. And I think that's the dangers, and I think maybe this is what Jesus was teaching this verse for that fact, is don't get carried away with yourself. You really didn't do anything to hurt it. <laughs> okay. Why don't we um, talk about the tax collector for a second? Let's do. Now, Chris was mentioning earlier uh, what tax collectors back in uh, New Testament days were not popular. They were and I was pop- like, they're not popular they now. Popular, so, uh, exactly. Solomon not. was right when he said nothing new is under the sun. No, um, they were uh, they had they were notorious for uh, charging over more. charging more, uh, extorting taxation uh, without representation. Ta- taxation without representation. They were also part of the government. Um, they were part of the Roman government, so they were in occupied. I don't see how much has changed. So they just were they were viewed as as pretty much terrible people. Maybe this guy though, this tax collector. Well, I mean, maybe sounds. that was the job he had. Maybe he didn't like doing that. And don't you think it's funny that Jesus uses a tax collector here? One of the most like, hated. One of the most hated. Yeah. Do you think he uses the Pharisee as well? Because uh, as you were saying though, the Pharisees are. You what got are. what you think's the top and bottom of society. More or less. It's their they they think they're. And I think the Pharisees are actually trying to. Uh, to show himself, to represent himself as the top, right? Absolutely. Because he's really kind of pumping his own, you know, tooting his own horn, as <laughs> yeah. they say. He's kind of self-aware. He's, 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 he's kind of self-aware. You know, look at me. I'm, I'm pious. You know, yeah. I'm the greatest. He's, you know, he's kind of self-aware, and he knows that he does wrong daily, and he's just, please have mercy on me. So tell us, uh, what was the demeanor of the tax collector here he's when grieving. he offers his prayer? He was grieving. Okay, what does it mean when he says uh, he beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner? And it says, uh, you know, this man wouldn't even look up. Yeah, it's kind of like, because he knew it. He, he had done wrong. He was grieving. He wouldn't raise his, his eyes. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. He was grieving ever, for his soul. Have you, and this is just an example that I've seen today. Have your, has your dog ever gotten in trouble? It will barely look at you. It'll hold yeah. its head down or a kid or somebody else. You, now, and that's the same thing. It was... Something he, I want to touch on. He didn't feel on. like he was worthy enough to, to, to kind of look up to, to you know, to hold his head high. He he knew he was a sinner. He knew he was 
Jeremy kills everybody, bad people. I think one of the... Uh, <laughs> Well, Jesus says at the end of this parable how, uh, you know, this man is the one that's justified rather than the Pharisee. And something I think that, one of the main things I think that Jesus is trying to bring out of this parable is the need to be humble. Yeah. Humility. And uh, I don't have the number in front of me. Uh, I did it one time. We were doing a class on humility, but... It's mentioned a lot of times in the Bible, so much so that, you know, Jesus stresses this. Why is it important that we be humble? Because a humble person needs Christ. They know Christ is the path. If you get self-righteous like the tax collector, or the Pharisees, I mean to say, at one point you're righteous in your own eyes. You don't need Christ. That's right. And can we take that a step further? When you're righteous in your own eyes, you don't need Christ, is what you said. Yeah. No, because you're in control of everything. You're How many people in this world who may have an accumulation of material wealth, maybe a lot of possessions, believe that it's through their own abilities, their own talents, that they've achieved this? Well, How many actually look to say, God, through his blessings and blessing me, have I... Well, you can see in society and look at the statistics now as, as each country or let's just look at the U.S. for example in the U.S. less and less each year there are less and less people that are defined as religious and that's not even like saying like truly follow the Bible and God's word it's becoming less and less each year let, let me so, cut to something when you say religious go ahead and finish it I'm no gonna... no that, that's it I was like you can just look at the stats I'm, I'm people are less religious up. so they're they're owning on their own there will be Christians out there that says, oh, it ain't about religion. Let, let's just define religion for a minute. Because I've heard time and time again, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. It is a relationship. That is a religion because to have a religion means to worship a higher deity. So if you worship Christ, if you worship God, you are in a religion. So some people will tell you, though, like, okay. <clears throat> go ahead. What you'll hear. Sorry, Chris, I had to jump. No, you go ahead. Because you may even age be talking about this. Age before beauty. And I got that. Uh, <laughs> how many people have you heard say, I'm spiritual but not religious? That's dangerous. And that's a, I mean, wait, let's I not go down the rabbit it. hole there. I but can't stand that's, it. That's dangerous. That's, that's go ahead, dangerous. Chris. But, but I was going to say, if when somebody says it's a relationship, mm -hmm. isn't a relationship built on communication? Yeah. And how do you get communicated through except by God's word? Yeah. God's word is right there. How do they have a relationship with him? And we know the Holy Spirit plays a role in that. Yes. The Holy Spirit does. And, and I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I'm just yeah. saying some will come out and say it's not a religion. To look well, up I, the defined religion, it's to worship a higher being. I mean, should we even <laughs> say the word religion or should we just say Christians? It, either, I, it doesn't matter. Is religion, me. is that word ever mentioned in the Bible? The word religion. But no, but. I don't think so. But it's also religion's an English word. So if you go yeah. back. The, my thing is that people will say to you, oh, it's not a religion. But the true definition of the English word religion is to worship something higher than you. And, and just to go back to your question, humble or humility is mentioned 124 times. In the New Testament? In the New Testament. That's a lot. Yes. That kind of steers us back to the very ending of in, in verse 14 of this parable where Christ tells us, For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. Well, there, there's this verse, and this one always confused me until I think we talked about it. Uh, I can't remember if it was on a podcast or not. Matthew 5, verse 3. 
Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I, for the longest time, I, I think that, that's part of this. It is. It is, because that's exactly what the tax collector does. When you look at poor in spirit, I always thought that meant weak in spirit. And I was like, why are the weak in spirit giving the kingdom of heaven? But what it means is those that know they're they, they not, put God, they're not they put themselves last. Yes, they're not self-righteous. They're not exalting themselves. No, they know they're all the stuff we talk. They know <clears> they're <throat> bad people. And that is the poor in spirit. It always confused me. I was like, that makes zero sense to me. But he, the tax collector is exemplifying this because he's the poor in spirit. He's not worthy of God's love. When you exalt yourself, who are you not exalting? God. God, yeah. When we're putting ourselves first, then we're automatically putting God somewhere beyond, lower than that. Uh, and what's kind of like you said earlier, talking about somebody has everything wealth-wise. It's always, when you hear of like, and I'm not saying all of them, I'm sure there's some, but there I've always heard of somebody's gotten wealthy and got everything. He's like, i done this. That's what I'm saying. I, it's a lot of eyes. It's a lot. It's not Look about Look at me. The only I'm reason, better than you. Exactly. Because... they done this because God put them in a position to do this. <laughs> and I'm going to, I don't, not going to take this off topic, but if you're out there, and your measurement, your metric for success in life is your bank account, your material possessions. You better stop what you're doing right now and reevaluate because that's not how Jesus measures Where success. Where you spend your time and your focus is what you worship. Yeah. Wherever you spend your time and focus is your master. It is. So, uh, humility, putting God first, not exalting yourself. That's what I think he's trying to get across here in this parable. <clears throat> I think it's important because I think it's very much something we need as much today as, as, as they did then. It does. And you We're can, in a world that exalts itself. And it's I'm, all about, you know, we talked about Facebook. Oh, gosh, yeah. The narcissism, narcissism mm -hmm. that we see in society today, it's, I don't know, maybe it was just as bad, but it, it seems worse to me, but, I, you know. There's a lot more phones with cameras on them now. There's a lot more access to it. <laughs> but uh, it, it probably existed back then as well. I bet Noah was. Is it safe to say... <laughs> you should see Jeremy's face right now. <laughs> is it safe to say that most people, a lot of people rather, need a lesson on remembering to not exalt themselves? I do. Oh, I think do. I do, too. That's what I'm saying. I do. We all do. How many times are you do, when you do something great? Or like, say, for instance, when I was playing baseball and I did something great, I was like, man, I did that. Yeah. I did that. I remember one time you called me. He was like, dude, I only struck out twice tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's I got to tell you. <laughs> I am very proud of my humility. Yeah, see? There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm the most humble person you'll ever meet. Yeah. Really? They just, uh, just yeah, you're like the about, tax collector. Yeah, you're just the ask me about me. Just, <laughs> how much time you got? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, That was I, a good talk tonight. It is a good talk. When you read over it, you just think like it's an instruction on how to pray or like how to, to be. But when you dive into it, it's it's really a reflection on how it's it's a broader reflection on how you are with others, how you see yourself and there's a lot it's, that you can gain is. from those few it verses. You it's know. huge. Jeff, yeah, what I mean, do you think? I just think that we need to stay focused. Like, once again, I think I'm the Pharisees that need to work my way to the tax collector position. And slowly, surely, I'm trying it. to get there. 
You want to extort people? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that part. Part about beating them with chest and remorse. And we all have to be on guard. Yeah, and I, and I think that sometimes we're both people. I think sometimes, depending on the day, we could be either or of those people. And we just need to focus and stay humble because we're where we're, we're at because of God. And it's a good step if you, because we are all guilty of it, that if you recognize the fact that you're doing it and feel remorseful for it. I think Self-evaluation. That's Self-evaluation, that means growth. Yeah. I just think human nature is one of those things where if we're not careful, <clears throat> we, we may look to exalt ourselves. We all want to feel important. Everybody wants to feel important right. or included or, or something we need like to, that, but it's not important. We need to stay focused. Uh, what, would, what would Peter have done? He wouldn't have sank if he would have focused on Christ walking on have. the water. James chapter 4 and verse 10, we'll close with that. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. There you yeah. go. Pretty simple. Like Good talk, guys. Uh, as usual, I learned a lot from this discussion I a lot from with this you. One. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, where can our listeners find us? Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Cousins for Christ, which I post the um, podcast there every week to get mm-hmm. to reach to Spotify. And I will say this. If, if there's some of you out there that are having trouble finding it, if you want me to post on Spotify, and I do post on Apple Pod, if you'd like me to post both of those on our Facebook page to make it easier for you to reach because you maybe use Apple Pod instead, Please just comment, and I'll start doing that more. I'll post both sections. We can find us on Apple Pod. You can find us on Spotify and uh, Facebook, Cousins for Christ. And, and if you, you could said, give uh, us a like, we'd sure appreciate it. Absolutely. And share it, for, please. We had a, a listener this past week from Cameroon, Africa. Yeah, yeah, we did. Wow. We did. What about the guy in Brussels? He... There's somebody from Brussels, and there's all of I mean, That just really seems amazing. In Kansas, that, we got uh, a lot of people in Kansas. How people find this, but uh, no, it's awesome. It's hey, to God be the glory, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be for run for God, it wouldn't get out to anybody. That's so, right. we no. appreciate we appreciate every person that listens, even the ones that don't and just listen sometimes. We appreciate you and are so thankful because we get a, a, a fair amount of downloads a week, and we appreciate that because I know there's people out there has not has been doing a podcast twice as long or t- five times longer than us that might only get one or two views and we appreciate it. <laughs> and I'm not glorified. All myself. Right, <laughs> I just thanking everybody out there. And I'm humble. He's, being how much. He is being very He's humble. We are so very thankful. Yes. We appreciate everybody. Because we've been blessed. I agree. Chris, right, you, you guys close wanna, it out with prayer. Absolutely. Please bow. Dear father in heaven, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've given us. We thank you for allowing us this opportunity to uh, do this podcast, to, to study your word and, and hopefully the, the things that we talk about on here uh, reach people and, and are, are a real reflection of, of your word, Father. We don't deserve all the grace and, and glory that you've given us and the forgiveness, but, but we're here and we hope we do the things that will, will not only glorify you, but will help bring others to, to you as well. We pray, dear Father, as we go out through this week, that you will go with us, God, guard, and direct us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.